Australia's number one mumcast is NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. For the little unicorn, explore, play, discover, grow. NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. Kids water safety this week on the show. Beck and I were startled when we looked up the statistics around kids um, and drownings in Australia. Yes, Sarge, an average of 30 children under the age of five have drowned in Australia each year for the past 10 years. Oh, those little lives lost. It's so sad. We're going to talk to Louise from Jump Swim School coming up next around basic safety tips around your kids and uh, bodies of water especially considering if you're one of our listeners who doesn't live near a swim school the things you can do even in your own pool to encourage your kids to be safe and encourage them to be good little swimmers little fish nhm i got it from my mama would love your support to help out review us in your podcast app win incredible mama and family experiences at nhm newcastlehuntermamas.com We're super proud to be sponsored by the Little Unicorn Early Education Centres at Honeysuckle, Broadmeadow and Charlestown Square. They're locally owned and child focused and all of their educators are highly trained and love children. My kids go to the Little Unicorn Charlestown and I'm so happy with their development. Not only that, but all of the food is cooked uh, on site. Their menu varies from season to season and you don't even have to provide nappies the little unicorn does it all discover more the little explore play discover grow let's scroll together nhm newcastle hunter mamas on facebook and instagram NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge, and we're stoked to be joined by Louise today because we're talking about water safety. It's so important with children and babies. So thank you so much, in Louise. In Australia. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. How long have you been involved in teaching bubs and kids to swim? Only just two years. Now, when we have babies, they're so special and they're so little when they're first born and a lot of things can go wrong. What are some of the things we need to look out for in terms of safety and our kids around water or bodies of water? Oh, look, number one, most important thing is supervision. Even if you think your child can swim at any age, you've got to supervise. No child's um, drown-proof. That's the number one thing, supervision, all the time. I couldn't believe some of the things I'd learnt from doing first aid for my yoga teacher course, like babies can drown in, you know, a dog's bowl because if they're really young, they can't lift their head up. Yep, nappy Uh, bucket with water. Oh, nappy bucket, yeah. Any little bit of water. Also the bath, being really careful around supervision there. There was a really sad case, I think it was a couple of years ago, where there was a toddler who was was it two or something where they had an incident where the mum had gone out to do the washing or something just for a brief moment and the toddler had actually it, drowned do you know what happened to me a little bit kind well kind of yeah. my daughter was I think she was like three or four weeks old super super young just and a scary incident she was, yeah she was in the bath I had her holding her obviously in the bath and yeah. my son was two and he was in the bath too so I was obviously with them which is normal yeah and I was just together. holding her head up and my son must have made a little wave in the bath and the water's just come up over her and she just went blue instantly <gasps> wow so yeah. she must have just swallowed quite an yep. amount yep and so I just 
absolutely like, freaked out. My oh husband my at the time was doing fly in, fly out work, so nobody was home, yeah, and right, I was yeah. screaming oh. to the neighbors. <laughs> so oh, I can feel that pain. Yeah, it's it was so, just yeah. horrendous. So I took her up to. She was fine. Yeah. After about five minutes, but we still took her to the hospital, and they just yeah. did checks on her. But that's how quick it can happen. And I was right there holding her. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. What are some things that you can do that time when you do take your kids into the water to start familiarize them with swimming? Oh, just pouring water over their bodies, over their neck, back, depending on the age, if they're tiny, okay. tiny. Getting them used to that in the yeah. bath even to start? Yeah, yeah. When they're brand new in the baby bath, just pouring water over them, getting them used to it. I getting know the both feel of my of kids don't even like that now. One of them doesn't still. Does it take sometimes a long time to get them used it, to it? It can do, but if you start early, cups of water over the head, really good from sort of halfway back of the head down the back of the neck until they get used to it then slowly dribble it down the front okay and then you know get more and more and in the shower get water over their faces get them used to it really early bubbles in the bath would you suggest that from what age look we start showing the baby babies how to blow bubbles they can't do it obviously but as soon as they're old enough just put their face in the water blow bubbles what age do you recommend starting swimming lessons our swim school we start at three months wow that's so young within (laughs) when all mine started really (laughs) within a couple of weeks are they still going back do they still do lessons oh wow all three yeah yep Within a couple of weeks, you see them submerging, and it's it's amazing. Mm. You know, the fir- obviously the first couple of weeks we don't, but we get them. We've got a prompt to say what to do when before you submerge them, and yeah, we've got little ones that have started with us at that age, and now two they're in on their own without mm. the parent, and they're wow. swimming well with assistance from the teacher. But yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly they mm. can come forward. But they're not all children are different. You know, some don't progress as quickly and have a fear, but yeah, earlier you start the better. What other things do you do with them in the pool when they're first starting out besides putting water over their head, submerging them? Look, good back float. So rest their head on your shoulder, help them, support them and just walking around the pool like that until, you know, gradually less and less support. Okay. Yeah, and then you Because floating is one of the most important things, floating, right, yep. to teach them. Yeah. Yep. Do you teach with or without floaties? Without floaties, yeah. we teach. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, my kids have floaties. What's the danger there? Is it just that they get overconfident? They do. They rely on them. They have their place. But, you know, if you're in the pool with your kids, supervision is the main, is the biggest thing. What do you think of those back bubbles? I've heard that if the kid comes forward in the water, they can get into trouble with those back bubbles on if they're holding them down. Yeah, same sort of thing. We, we don't I think don't a kid those. could get into trouble in the water anyway. anyway. That's yeah. true. They want. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they'd probably give a good body position because it makes them horizontal whereas the arm floaties sort of put them up okay upright like that so we, we like to get a nice good body position so they're kicking and face in blowing bubbles so i know this this answer because i'm, I'm <laughs> a legend of swimming but, um, <laughs> a legend not really of swimming. <laughs> but i've watched them all you're go like through. Uh, you're like but, dawn fraser <laughs> oh, not at all <laughs> but um what age do they start learning actual strokes and things like that look again it depends on the child as young as two we can start with paddle arms and then two or three we three probably we start big round arms if they're if they've been coming for a while and they're they're up to it yeah how much of a role do you think confidence plays in everything oh huge yeah yeah Yeah. and that's that's the secret in starting them early because i've seen you know older kids start absolute fear of water terrified to get in gee yeah whereas you start start little they're used to it they're they're comfortable Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the biggest, especially in Australia, I think the biggest gift you can give to your child is the is swimming lessons. Really, mm. like I, I my my oldest is now eight, and there's a couple of others after after him, but they've all done swimming all their life. They've never missed it, even in winter. Yep. We we never miss it, and 
I really see, you can see that now that he's obviously at school, you can see him compared to others who haven't, haven't done, done it. it. Yeah. yeah. And that and what you touched on, awesome. swimming through winter is a huge yeah. thing. We have people that pull out through winter and there's lots of reasons and good reasons, but they come back in summer and they've lost their confidence, yeah. they've lost their abilities and not back to square one, but it takes them a while to get back. And, to, you know, and the thing that I don't understand and not, not begrudging anybody that does does stop at winter, but... If you have a pool, your pool's still there in winter. The kid can still fall in that pool, you know. There's still dangers out there. We still have beaches. We still have lakes, you know. We still have all these things. I just think safety in the water is so, so, so important for kids and you see it all the time with drownings. I can't believe how high... That's why I wanted to get Louise on. I couldn't believe how high the statistics still are of drownings mm. in, in Australia, Australia yeah. especially yeah. considering we are surrounded by so much water. Yeah, it mm. is. It's frightening. It's, it is. Yeah. Okay, so now my next question, it's probably not so much about safety in the water, but if you think you have a little swim genius on your hands, what age do you start? <laughs> I, and, I, and I don't think that, by the way. This isn't a question for me. But if you do, what would be, if your child's got a real keen interest in it, well, how do you sort of grow that enthusiasm and really help them out? Yeah, um, into squad, definitely. Squad. Yeah, if they're yeah. keen to do it, yeah, get them, get yeah. them swimming. You know, a lot of kids come to a certain point; they're they happy with what they can do and they they leave. But others, are, they love it. And for our particular swim school, we can't carry them on to squad. Yeah. But yeah, definitely onto squad. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I remember doing swimming as a teenager and I just loved it. We used to swim, I mean, I think three Ks three times a week because I was a triathlete and it really encouraged friendships with other kids and a really healthy, I thought it encouraged a healthy relationship towards food as well because you saw your body as that of an athlete and you wanted to get better swimming times and stuff like that. So, And also being able to swim well is just so cool as an Aussie because... Yeah, we've got so much water around us. So he has to get, and asthmatics, they often say, benefit greatly from doing a lot of swimming. And I I see that. Oh, wow. So what is it? It's learning breath uh, breath breath control and the the methods. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. So cool. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Louise, from Jump Swim School Carter. Thank you. Let's scroll together. NHM Newcastle Hunter Mamas on Facebook and Instagram.